You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello, hello. I hope you've had a really good week and your start to January and that you're cracking on with everything. And I hope that last week's, if you've listened to the podcast, last week's marketing strategy episode has helped you to get going and sort out what you're going to sell and who you're going to sell it to and how you're going to sell it because marketing is so, so important. But following on from last week's episode, today I wanted to talk to you about real business strategy. I'm going to be honest, I don't talk about this a lot because I feel that people especially with online businesses, just want all the fun bits. <laughs> you know, like a marketing strategy is quite fun. You can plan out what you're going to sell, how much money you're going to make and all of that. And the reality is when it comes to business strategy, this kind of real business strategy, the deeper stuff, isn't as fun. You know, it is, it is the stuff that if you really want a long-term business and you, you really want to up-level your business and go really far with it, you do, but most people actually don't want that. They want a quick fix. They want to be able to make a bit of money in a year or so, and they don't really think longer term. But when I do business strategy, I think really long term. It's why, you know, six years after I started, we're still a multi-million pound business. Lots of people come into this online space and they make quite a lot of money very quickly. And then they disappear they plateau because they've not thought of their long-term business strategy and I knew that I didn't want that so today I'm going to talk to you about real business strategy so what do I actually mean by this when we look at online business strategy it's watered down it's more marketing strategy it doesn't go deep enough now like a lot of you I left corporate because I didn't like a lot of the things about being in corporate you know like the ridiculously long hours and the fact that you have to sit at a desk until five o'clock, even if you've got no work to do. But the thing about corporate, what I did learn well in my corporate days was how to have a really good business strategy. I was in investment banking where you really analyze the strategies to work out the risks of those businesses. And I think that this is where I got really good at seeing where there were missing parts of people's strategies. Like I find it quite easy and I didn't realize what a skill this was until the last couple of years, but I find it easy because of my background to look at a business, go a little bit deeper into it to see what's been done and what hasn't and see what's missing. And sometimes it's one thing that they're not doing of the deeper kind of work in a business, in a business strategy that changes everything. You know, I've had people that I've worked with that are making you know, less than £10,000 a month. And then I will look at their whole business strategy and go, well, you're missing this and this, and you don't really know about this. You haven't focused enough on why you're doing this bit. And then they'll change that bit. And, you know, they've become sometimes million pound businesses. So 
I think it's really important we do look at this. I know it's a bit harder than we normally do, but I have really smart clients. I have really smart listeners. And when people have told me, oh, you don't want to go into real business strategy because people don't want that, you know, it gets really complicated. I think my clients do because I think that what they want is something that's going to last them. And I think they know they can do hard things. And so that's why I am going to go into it. It's really important. So corporate has strategy right. And a good strategy will work online with an online business. If you decide to go offline, it will work with an offline business and a small business or a large global one, because the essence of a real business strategy is the same. But for some reason, small businesses, especially solopreneur businesses, skip it. And at their peril, because you can see when there's long, no long-term strategy in place, you can see. So what are the pieces of a robust business strategy that's really going to take your business to a different heights in 2023 and beyond? Because when you do a strategy, it's not just about having something that works for one year. It's much more long-term than that. And these are kind of business basics, if you like, but they're basics that not everyone does. Don't think, oh, just because you're a one-person band or a three-person band, it means that you can't have a proper business strategy. You absolutely can. And when you look at people um, who have, you know, the amazing businesses, people like Stephen Bartlett, people like Greta, like the, the founders, the real good founders that you see everywhere who have multi-million pound businesses and sometimes you know, nine, 10 figure businesses, they've done their strategy properly and they are still online. They're still doing it well. So there are seven parts really that you need to be looking at when it comes to a deeper business strategy. And it won't take you a day to do. It's going to take you a bit longer than that. So once you've got your marketing strategy done that we went through last week, then you can concentrate on this part. So the first part is choosing and developing a business plan and then a strategy model. So your business plan, it's a big thing, but it starts with your business values and behaviors. Now, where people get this bit wrong is because they're a personal brand and lots of us are personal brands now, they get it mixed up with thinking. And I did this when I started as well. It's very easy to do. They think that their values, things that they believe in, and their behaviors are the business's values and the business's behaviors and the business's mission. And they're not necessarily. Although you might be a personal brand, the business must have its own mission, vision. It must have its own values and behaviors because otherwise it's just relying on you alone. And that's not sustainable as you grow. That's okay for the first year. And then what happens? So you need to really start looking at a business plan that starts with the business's values and the business's mission. And I think one of the things that we do is we overcomplicate things. So when it comes to mission, I've seen all sorts of missions that are like half a page long. (laughs) And actually your mission, you should be able to boil this down to something really, really obvious so that people can see really quickly what your business's mission is, not your mission, your business's mission. So like if you look at Lisa Johnson's strategy, our mission is teaching business strategy simply. Simple as that. We teach business strategy in all different ways, but we do it in a simple way so that people can understand it. That's our mission. 
Now, my own values, so if I look at my values, my values are things like anti-bullying. They are things like honesty and integrity. They go further than that. They're, they're things like equality. And those things are great, but they are not the business's values. And neither should they be. Because, you know, what if I'm gone and the business has those values and somebody else is leading the business that's not me, they won't mean anything to anyone because they were my values, my personal values. And so it's really important that each business you have and even each offering you have has different values for them, for that particular offering. And once you've got that, that's when you can start doing your proper business plan. And then a strategy model, like which, there's lots of different strategies that you can have in business. And then it's choosing the model that is right for your business. And obviously that is a lot longer than I can talk about here, but it's it's a whole thing, choosing the right model for your business. So then once you've got that, the second part of your strategy is what I call the PPTP process. So this is where you go into the four things that make a business operate well. Process, how your business does what it does. Product, the service or the thing that you do, the thing that you sell. Team, the people doing it. And profit. And you, I talked last week about revenue because when it comes to marketing strategy, revenue is really important. When it comes to getting getting a bit deeper here, like properly looking at the long term strategy, that's when profit becomes important. And these four elements are crucial, and they're often overlooked at the planning stages. They're looked at much later, and that's why people get into trouble when they're doing what they're doing in their business because they think well, you know, we're only a small team or there's only like two of us. We don't need to think about the process, the product, the team and the profit. And they really do because as soon as one of those things goes wrong, you can have no business again. So it's really important to look at it. And oh, like when I'm thinking about strategy overall, I have my own model, which is the PDE model, which I've developed. And the PDE model to me is planning, developing and executing. So in each of these kind of parts of a strategy throughout the whole thing, when we're going through our own strategy or we're looking at somebody else's business and looking at their strategy, we look at PDE. It's like on each section. So on the PPTP process, when it comes to process, product, team, and profit, how is the planning? Is the planning been done? Is the development been done? Is it being executed? And we look at that throughout. So that's the second part. The third part, and you've probably done a bit of this part if you have a business, but often people don't go too far into it, is business and marketing research. So this stage of any business helps generate the leads, identify the opportunities, the weaknesses, qualify those leads, and is always going to impact your positioning, which is why the messaging that we talked about last week is really important because here's where it comes into play in how you're going to position your business in the marketplace. So we know that leads are the most important thing. Without leads, you don't have a business because that's who you're going to sell to. That's why I talk so much about audience building, why it's important, because it's this part, the business and marketing research of, of where you're going to get your leads from, how they're going to continually come in, but also how you're going to identify qualifying those leads um, that's going to impact everything in your business. This part is missed out of almost every strategy I see online businesses have. And yet leads and audience make the biggest impact to profit. It's all, if I look through somebody's 
strategy or somebody's business, this is the bit that will be lacking the most. Because people just start things without thinking about how they're going to do it, about how they're going to make sure that they make the profit that they want to make, about how they're going to get their leads, about how they're going to grow their audience, all of it really. Offline, you will see more of this being done. But as soon as it's an online business, it's sort of sort of just ignored and people go, oh, just use social media. <laughs> so make sure you do the business and marketing research. You then go on to step four. Step four is your growth analysis stage. So this is where, so, so far, everything we've looked at is internal. It's like, how are we going to get our leads? And, you know, what are the values of the business? All of the internal things like the team, what are our processes going to be? Like, how are operations working? How are we going to measure things? All of that is internal. When you get to growth analysis, that's when you need to look at the external factors which influence your business. So you will have heard of two things I expect from corporate. And they're the only two things you need to worry about from corporate. One is a PESO analysis and one is a SWOT analysis for competitors. Now, this part is the bit that helps you become the CEO of your business. Even if you're a small business, even if you're a solopreneur business, it elevates you to CEO level rather than an employee. As it's what's going to help you make the right decisions in your business at every stage and what to do with it at every stage from new business to scaling. You will see, and maybe you've been in this position yourself, but you will see other businesses say, look, they'll get to a crossroads and they'll say, I don't know where to go from here. Like I've got this far with my business and now I'm plateauing or I've got this far and now I don't know where to go with it. I don't know what my purpose is. Like what, what am I supposed to do with the business from here? Should I pivot? Should I add? Should I scale back? And if you've done your growth analysis, you will know exactly what to do. And it's going to help every decision moving forward because it's like the, the bedrock of what your business is for and where you want it to go. So it really helps prioritize your business activities around a marketing plan because you're not just thinking, well, let's just try everything in marketing, just throw things at the wall, see what sticks. You will know what to do because you will have done the analysis around it. You will know which marketing activities are going to work for you. You will know if people come to you and ask for collaborations, whether that's right for your business, because you will have done the growth analysis first, which is really important. So then we get to part five. Hopefully you're still with me here. I know this goes a bit deeper than you've probably gone with a business strategy before. I get that. And I get that it can seem complicated and it can seem like a lot of work, but it's imperative this year that we do this properly because when you're in low economic times, like we are now, the businesses that are going to survive are the ones that have thought all of this stuff through and done hard work. It is a bit harder, but we can do it, right? Like we can sit down and we can do this work so that we know we're in a really good position for the next few years when other companies might be struggling because they haven't done all of this analysis. So on to part five. Part five of the strategy that we look at is about building the business. So this part of the strategy looks at who you need to help you in the business how to, and, and it might not be for the first few months, but you need to look forward at who you're going to need to build the business that you want to build, even if it's in a year's time or two years time. So 
This is how you strategically go about recruiting without wasting money, without making mistakes, as so many people do when they recruit. Um, people say to me all the time, how, how have you managed to get like the perfect team and you've had no issues with your team? And it's just like everybody does such a good job in your team and they really care about the business. And it's because we've done this strategy. So this is where you'll kind of look at training that you need or the company needs, including any staff, outsourcing, the strengths of your business compared to other businesses. Again, we use the PDE model to go through it. So, you know, planning, developing and executing so that you have handholding every step of the way because PDE will show you, like, have you planned this right? Have you developed this right? Are you executing this properly? So it's really important to, you know, think a bit longer term when it comes to outsourcing because if you did your marketing plan last week, you probably have got to a point where you've gone, well, I'd love to do all these things, but I haven't got enough people to do those things. And that's usually true, but that's why you have to look forward and say, okay, well, if we want to do X, we need Y. We need this person to be able to do X. What will it make us in the long run? How do we recruit properly? What training do we need? Training's a massive one. I see so many people online just willy-nilly, great word, by the way, phrase, think, okay, I'm going to, I need a mentor or I need to do this course, this training, or I need to be in this mastermind. And they're not actually thinking about the business. They're just looking at what everyone else does and does it. And one of the things I've always done is gone, what do I need right now? Like, what are the what is the needs of the business right now? The needs might be I need to learn something and therefore I buy a course in that thing. But you should know that way before, you know, you suddenly see something on Facebook and want to buy it. It should already be in your plan that that's what you were going to do, that you were going to find that particular sales training or whatever it is that you need for your business. So... This is all about building the business, building the business's needs, having a look in the future, of whether that's six months or two years down the line, of what needs to happen with the business. Part six, then. So part six is the one maybe you've done some of. Some people will have done some of, and that's sales. So we've got the foundations in place. We've talked about where we're going. We've talked about those really deep, inner workings of the business, the processes, the operations, the values, all the things that actually really matter when it comes to decision-making and where your business is going to go. And then it comes to sales because without sales, you have no business. So you need to successfully sales plan and execute. Remember PDE, plan your sales, develop your sales, execute your sales. This is how you're going to make your money. So the art of selling strategically and planning on how to make sales has become completely lost in online business. As so many people now just copy what everyone else is doing on social media. But when they find it's not working, they don't know why. And the reason it's not working is because they're following one part of someone else's massive strategy rather than their own strategy. So it, what works for one business won't work for another business because it all has to fit together. Your sales and your whole ecosystem and messaging and launching, all of it has to fit together, all starting with the ideal client. So when it comes to the sales part of the strategy, you can talk about different strategies for different products and services, as well as things like logistics, marketing messages, 
operations, in other words, how you're going to launch, like how are you actually going to do the launching? How are you going to make the money? How are you going to make the sales? How are you going to have a consistent sales pipeline? Another thing from corporate that actually really works for online businesses, having a pipeline so that you're never in that feast and famine stage where you're thinking, oh God, I've got sales, you know, I've sold to a load of people this month, but haven't got anyone for next month, whether you're a branding designer or a, you know, course creator, you need to have a pipeline of sales. And that's where funnels come in. You know, we talked about funnels a little bit last week. That's where the funnel becomes really important because it can give you a pipeline. Sales is really important. And then we have this last section, which is about, this is the seventh section when I'm looking at somebody's strategy. And I often don't look at it until a few months in when everything else is going well. And that's where you need to look at scaling and expanding. So before we can scale, you have to look at things like the business culture. You know, what is the culture of your business? It doesn't matter if there's only one of you or three of you. There is a business culture that people will see from the outside. The team needed, creating team engagement, and then looking at the three stages of business. So the startup stage is going to be your first one. The growth stage, which I think most of you guys are probably in. And then the expansion stage or exit stage, because you don't have to expand. You can exit at that point and make money that way. So your strategy is going to be different for each stage, but you're still going to use the PDE model for all three when it comes to expanding and scaling. So that's kind of like the parts of all of the different ecosystem of a real business strategy and what you need to be looking at to have a really robust strategy. Once you have all of these, it all then fits perfectly together into this brilliant ecosystem that really means your business is so much more likely to succeed because you've thought of all of the things, you know exactly what's going to happen. So hopefully that gave you a kind of introduction into real business strategy. If you want to learn a little bit more about having an in-depth strategy that will help your business, I'll be doing a free four-day challenge this month to help you implement it. So there's a link in the show notes. You can come and join. We already have a lot of people ready to come into the Facebook group um, so that I can really start teaching you business strategy. And we'll do a few bits of these and we'll implement it so that you can be be actually doing things as you go along. Because having a wishy-washy strategy, which is like most of the strategies I see on the internet these days, isn't going to help you this year. Things have changed and you've seen that. Um, The online industry has changed. We need to start getting a lot more savvy about our businesses and thinking about it seriously so that we can make the money that we want to make. Um, If you are somebody that already does this and loves strategy and you're looking at helping other people with their strategy then if you come to that challenge i've got a webinar coming up at the end of it where i'm going to teach you how to be a strategist yourself so that you can be helping other businesses with this which i think is going to cause such a ripple effect it's something i'm really excited about because i've wanted people to have proper business strategies for such a long time now instead of this kind of like made up not really rigorous strategy more of a kind of weak strategy that makes us feel like we're doing something when actually we need to be thinking about our businesses just as seriously as anybody else who is in an offline business i hope that's helped helped you see the kind of things that you can be doing and if your business isn't where you want it to be yet what's brilliant is it's probably because you're not doing this stuff and that's great because now you have an opportunity to do it like you can fix any of the leaks in your business by having a strategy 
I will see you again next week. I've got a guest coming on next week. So that will be fun. I love talking to different people. So I'll see you then. But whatever you're doing for the rest of this week, have an amazing one and I will see you online. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.